Welcome to Amazon Ads Raw Daily with your host, Alex. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Amazon Ads Raw Daily. Today is Friday, and we are finishing our Back to Basic week with some information about sponsor display campaigns. But before we do that, I would like to talk about a new API release update, which was announced yesterday. And it's the third API release update we hear this week, and they're all about sponsored brand uh, campaigns. Um, or wait a second, actually, yesterday we talked about brand metrics. So it's not all about sponsored brand campaigns. So the new API release is called New Fields and Sponsored Brand Keyword Recommendation Response. It's available in all the countries. Um, I'm not calling all these countries, but it looks like the full list of all the countries where, where you have Amazon ads and sponsored brand ads. Um, new metrics are now available for sponsored brand keywords recommendations through the Amazon ads API. And you can now receive search. Let me pull it over here. You can now receive search term impression share and search term impression rank for each recommended keyword. Search term impression share and rank are only available if your account has generated impressions for search terms matching the recommended keywords. These metrics will help making informed keyword selections by identifying potential keywords to target based on your impression share and impression rank for search terms. Search term impression share shows how your account-wide impression share for each search term compares to other advertisers. That makes sense, right? An overall percentage of ad impressions uh, you receive compared to other advertisers over the last seven days. And they're giving one example here. So for example, if you have a sponsor brand impression share of 20% for a search term, it means that you want 20% of all the sponsor brand ad impressions for that search term. So let's say a keyword has a search volume and an impression volume of 10,000 and you have 20, then you should see, did I say 1,000? 1,000 and you have 20%, then you should see 200 impressions on that campaign because you won 20% of all the impressions. Um, and search from rank basically tells you um, uh, how high is your rank compared to other advertisers. So for example, if you have a search term impression rank of three on a given search term, let's say it's the same one. That means that you receive the third most sponsored brand ad impressions for that same search term over the last seven days. So if you have 20% search impression share and a rank of three, that means there's two other advertisers which have a higher share than you. So the whole cake will be split up 20% for you and then more than 20% for the other for the other two each, uh, meaning that all of you have the majority of the cake already kind of split up between you three. All right, that's the update from the API. Net. Now let's talk about sponsored display campaigns and our back-to-basic feature this week. Um, yesterday and the day before, we didn't actually manage to talk fully about sponsored brands and sponsored brand videos. There's still, um, still, I think, uh, a few things which we have not covered, like talking about the creatives and uh, ad groups and uh, all that kind of stuff, but that will follow in other episodes when we talk about more advanced stuff eventually. 
So sponsored display campaigns, as I explained, I think last week or the beginning of the week, in my eyes, are not necessarily from how they are created an upper funnel campaign type. They are called display, but the majority of the placements is actually on the product detail page. Um, that said, sponsored displays had uh, had lots of changes over the last couple of months and years, and I believe they even had the most changes of all the of all the three main campaign types. And Amazon has introduced more broader placements and targetings and so on and so forth. So historically, they have been much more on the product detail page. Now, depending on your targeting, it can also be off Amazon and so on and so forth. So they are now getting closer to the actual name with sponsored display and therefore with upper funnel um, uh, upper funnel uh, impression and click capturing. All right. When you start a sponsored display campaign, the first thing you have to choose of is the bidding optimization. Bidding optimization has nothing to do with your, let's say, um, with the bid you're setting. Um, or it has something to do with the bid you're setting, but it's not uh, It's not for you in the front and changing your bid. Um, it's more like depending on how, how the audience is reached. And there's three different bid optimization settings you can set. There's one which is called Optimize for Reach, another one is Optimize for Page Visits, and the third one is Optimize for Conversions. The last two have been available since forever, or at least since since I do Amazon Ads, and Optimize for Reach is a rather new one, I think it's, but it's already almost two years old. The Optimize for Reach one is also the one which is not a CPC-based um, cost type, it's a CPM based cost type, cost per mil, cost per a thousand contacts. Um, so you are paying on the impression, not on the clicks. Additionally, to how you pay for those, the attribution of these are completely different than the other tools. The other tools are last click attributed and optimized for reach is actually a 14 day last view. Well, depending if there was a click after the view, then the click would be the click would trump the impression. But it's enough if an user has saw a sponsored display ad in the last 14 days. If you choose optimize for reach, that a sale, which eventually then happened, would be captured with this attribution model. I repeat it, and I think I have an episode about this already a couple of weeks ago. This is a different attribution model. When you use this, you will see many more sales. Your ACOS will be fantastically low because it doesn't use the last click attribution. It last it uses a last view and click attribution, which is fourteen, which is which is in a fourteen day window. So fourteen day view attribution for all, all of the people who are doing performance marketing, they know what it means. So keep your hands away from this if you're not very sophisticated and you don't know how to measure your incrementality on sponsored display campaigns, I'm not recommending to use Optimize for Reach. The other tools are really depending on how you, what you're trying to, what your strategy is. Optimize for conversion really brings better conversion rates, lower ACoS. 
optimized for page visits really brings more traffic. So we have tested this a couple of times. I personally have tested this a couple of times myself. And for the tests, which I kind of created an A-B scenario, having similar campaigns with this, the same campaigns with the same budget, the same bits and the same targetings, but the one is set for page visits, the other one is set for conversions. I could see that page visits outperform in terms of clicks and impressions uh, the other type, but also in terms of ACOS. So the efficiency was way, way worse than for optimized for conversions. So you have to choose this when setting up the campaign. But since a while, since a year or so, you can also, once you created a campaign, go back into that campaign and change it in the campaign setting um, or the ad group setting. And then you'll have to choose the ad format, which is the second thing. And this is newer, I would say, because now there's also sponsored display video campaigns. Sponsored display video campaigns is something new. And they have different placements than the image. The image has, uh, I think it's 10 placements, as I said. Um, and, and, they are, and the image basically has the same resolutions and so on like dsp and the placements are on amazon are this similar ones we have on the product data page for example above the product there's a very wide um but not very not 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 a lot of height but a lot of white um banner and then have a banner which is in the uh bottom right um below the product and then you have banners uh, all over the product data page there's also banners on the uh, SERP engine result pages and so on and so forth. Um, and the video actually is on, let me, let me quickly add a product here. So I'll get to the creative. So, so the video is, uh, has free placements, Amazon mobile retangle. And I think that can also be on the homepage, uh, a normal mo or normal retangle and a billboard. So there's three different sizes of ads and three different placements let's say um and the video also has a specific requirement which is other than the requirements you have for sponsored brand videos so the resolution required here is in 19,020 with 1080 as a minimum so i think that's hd while on sponsored brand videos i think it's enough to have x720 or something like that in the resolution. So you have to upscale basically your sponsored brand video cam creatives in order to use them as well for sponsored display. So sponsored display videos have a different resolution requirement than sponsored brand videos. Um, and obviously they have different placements, but other than that, they have a similar, uh, let's say, setup. All right, but before we go into creatives here more, <laughs> looking at the time, man, why did I create a podcast which is only 10 minutes? Um, I feel like I need much more time to explain all these things to you and to talk about it. Um, one main difference for sponsored display campaigns is when you choose a product, Amazon is recommending you to choose many products to advertise, not only one. Even for videos, you cannot only choose one product. You can actually choose 50 products to be advertised for that video. So that's a fundamental difference to sponsor brand videos, for example, where you choose one product and that's it. So if you have 10 products, 
in order to kind of create campaigns for them, you need to create 10 campaigns or you need to create one campaign with 10 different ad groups and then 10 different products advertised. But the point here is on sponsored display, if all of these 10 different products would be shown in my video, so they are relevant for the customer as well, I could put all of them into the products to advertise section, put a video before, and then let's go. Same with the image as well. Um, and the image is a dynamic one. You can add a custom image as well with logo and headline and so on and so forth. The next step, and then I'll almost have to close it here. The next step is the targeting. Targeting, there's two options, similar to how you know it from sponsored brands and sponsored display, uh, sponsored products. Sponsored products, as a reminder, the two options are automatic and manual. And if you go into manual, you have keywords and products. For sponsored brands, it's keywords or products. For sponsored display, it's not keywords. That's not an option, but you have audiences. And the other one is products. But it's not called product. It's called contextual targeting. And it's called like that because they have a few nuanced differences than you would have on sponsored brands and sponsored products. I'll not, I will not go too much into detail here, but uh, basically contextual targeting works similar to how you know it from the others. You have your products, you have your categories, you can choose, and there you go. Um, we can talk about the, the nuance stuff in another episode here. Audiences, however, is very unique to the ad console. Um, you have the that in the DSP as well, but um, within the ad console, that's the only campaign which has audiences and you have different sets of audiences. You have purchase remarketing audiences. That means you're targeting people who have purchased from your brand. You can choose different timeframes uh, and different, let's say, uh, dynamic segments, not only from your own product, but also from competitor products, for example, and for categories. So people who have purchased from a category, you could target them. Um, so purchase remarketing is one. The other one is views remarketing. So that's similar to purchase, but further uh, upper funnel, let's say. So a person has viewed your product or similar to your product or something in uh, the category. Then this would be your audience group, I would say. And then the last one is Amazon audiences. And there it gets very heavy. Um, when they first introduced this, they had over 2,000 audiences in here. Most of them are interest and in-market audiences. There's a few live events audience like recent movers, new parents, getting married or something like that. Uh, interests as well, a uh, couple of interests and lifestyle stuff. So dig into that Um Great thing here is they have a search function, so you can search for, for I don't know, you can search for dog or for cat, and then you will find all the different audiences in market or lifestyle or whatever, which you can all target. Um, there's Twitch audiences in there and so on and so forth. So, so this is huge. And with that, let's finally talk about the creative. The creative, as I said, is similar to um, sponsored brand videos. So you have an image. This can be, um, this is, this is more similar to a sponsored product. So it's a dynamic image showing the product, showing the product title, uh, the ratings. You can add a headline, you can add a logo, you can add a custom image as well. 
to it if you want to and the video we talked about already all right guys thank you very much it's time to go but before i close one f oh no I'll, i'll talk about that on monday thank you all very much for listening and have a good weekend bye bye thank you for listening to amazon ads raw daily and remember to stay curious <laughs>